Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake, coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Uh, Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me. Safely social distancing uh, from Casa de Monson is Gordon Monson. But also with me here in studio. Just call me the broadcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. The voice of the Aggies, the uh, Utah broadcaster of the year. Mm, let's see. Uh, what are you at uh, at the company? CFO or something? Nah, I mean, I you're way up there. Who knows? At, uh, <laughs> in the company, and uh, and uh, subject of a, an anecdote in, in a column I read over the weekend, and uh, I thought we I thought we would bring Scotty on for a second, Gordon, and 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 let you guys talk it out. <laughs> talk it out. I heard there were some online social media issues, and <laughs> we've got to we've got to get to the bottom of it. Well. <clears throat> I did think of you, Jake, when I did that because of the ridicule I had uh, taken from you about referring to certain people as coworkers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know but what's I, worse, coworkers or just just broadcast. the broadcaster. <laughs> See, it, it, okay, so here's the thing. First of all, um, it, <laughs> I think coworkers is probably worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, That's true. But let me let me say it this way: uh, I, I did see that Scotty had uh, had tweeted out that uh, the broadcaster has a name in all caps too. You were yelling. Well, I mean, I just thought that we'd had a good conversation that morning, and we had talked about Craig and and who he was, and and so you know when the colon comes out i'm like all right i'm gonna get a little love this morning say like i talked to scott gerard and here's a really cool story with scott gerard about scott with craig smith in a coach's show hosted by scott gerard and i'm like all right i'm gonna get my name in the old trib it's gonna be fun and then when i saw the broadcaster or the host i was like oh man come on Okay, so there's two ways of looking at it. Like, if you ever write an obituary like the deceased, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But see, here's the thing: two ways of looking at it. One is the way that you're looking at it, Scotty. The other way of looking at it is I talked with you and another person about Craig Smith, and. Rather than, uh, you know, because I was describing various things about Craig in the column. And see, I, I do it out of love. I do it out of protection for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't want to reveal my sources. Wait. And if I named you in there, then everybody would know that, okay, well, Scott told him this story and Scott is one of his sources. So I was trying to really 
uh, put up a, a but, shield of protection. Okay, but everybody knows who hosts the coaches show. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you can't be? be like. There's... <laughs> you could disguise yeah. it better, Gordon. I read it. I was like, oh, Scotty told him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but but yeah, I know, I know. But it's still, and, it's a little more, it's a little less descriptive. And it wasn't even my fault. It was Ajay. You could have just thrown Ajay under the bus because you know he forgot to pack a cord that we needed for that show. Well, at no time did I infer that it was the broadcaster's fault. <laughs> it was Ajay's fault? Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Wow. So No, so, I, I mean, I'm I sure. Mean, I'm sure it wasn't. Did he have his coat on? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about that. It was a long sleeve. Mm. <laughs> was it cold? Nobody oh. cares about that, Ajay. <laughs> Just get me out of this closet. Oh, man. Okay, well, so Gordon, I guess lesson to take from this is uh, good protecting. I just, I was, I was a little surprised, Gordon. I thought, you know, I've known you since, and worked with you since 2003. We got 18 good years under our belt, and I thought I'd get a little shout out, but that's all right. It's, it's well, okay. I, okay. Well, next time I'll make sure and include your name, but I want you to know it's important for me to you, to for you to know that it was done out of love. You know, not out of disrespect, because I. It, it does seem like it's hard. Well, I think. Look, it's going to be the big show with Jake Scott and the newspaper columnist guy. <laughs> can we get that? Uh, okay. Can we actually uh, okay. get that done? That'd yeah. be great. Here, yeah, here, let's here, get the okay. voice guy on that. That's especially good because we'll get it done Jake, by June. Jake and I used to do the Gordon Monson show together. Jake didn't even have his name on. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, well, that was, was still like the Gordon Monson was, show with Jake Scott, yeah, though, right? I was there. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. with Jake Scott. I don't remember the with Jake Scott. Part, He's like, but, I didn't. I didn't sign off on that. <laughs> but, but anyway, in fact, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, next time I do anything like that, Scott, I am going to put your name uh, front and center. But I, I did that because just because, you know, you and I talk about a lot of things and uh, sometimes it's all positive and sometimes it's uh, it can be uh, well, the thing I like about talking to you, Scotty, about anything uh, as background is that you'll say it like it is. Yeah. Uh, just like you do on your show. So, uh, as well, I mean, to, look, uh, if I were to say Craig Smith's a dumpster fire as a hire for the University of Utah, then yeah, you keep my name out of that. Keep that on the DL. Like, like, we can say, like, yeah, that broadcaster really thinks Craig Smith isn't going to get it done. But I'm like, I'm propping the guy up and loving him up and giving him things for people to be fired up about. Really nice story. Yeah. 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 Well, you got me there, actually. Uh, but, but I just felt like I, I – because oh, I, I think I said to you that when I talked with you that it – it wasn't for attribution that I wasn't going to name you. Didn't I say that? I, I was surprised when you made me sign that NDL. That, that was uh, <laughs> blindsided by that. No, well, no, I, I, it's all good, Gordon. You know I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know, but that was funny when you sent that out. I saw it and I laughed. 
I laughed out loud. And here I was. Uh, it wasn't done to to uh, to disrespect you. I didn't go out of my way to disrespect you. It was it was done more like, okay, I don't. If anybody has a problem with anything I say, because it's amazing how many times that happens that I didn't want anybody pointing a finger at you. Well, I appreciate. So, well, that's good, you know, because if they do only win two games over the next two years, then people are like, well, who was that Jack A up in Logan who said he was going to be good? So you know, maybe you got a point there. Huh? But but next time, okay. Now that you brought this to my attention, next time I'm going to throw caution to the wind. All right, let's and roll. I'm going to include Scott Gerard's name because Scotty, as you know, and uh, regardless of uh, what Austin and Jake are going to think by me saying this, and I'm kissing someone's butt or something, you know, you know how the high respect. Oh, I know. I, 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 I know. I appreciate that. So as I, I, that was funny though. <laughs> I'm just still surprised, Gordon, how poorly you disguised it. If that was, I mean, like you, I guess you could have done worse by going like a Declo born broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, even using well, how else am I supposed to tell that anecdote without? It? How could I have hidden it? Well, you might well, as well you just, just use the name. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> okay. You should have used right. Ajay's though. You should have thrown Ajay due right to under the bus. due to incompetence from the engineer. They were forced to be. <laughs> See that on-off button? Let's turn that off. <laughs> and then at no. the end, I could have put, and nobody cares about him. Uh, we do, though. We do. We, do. Yeah, we love Aj. Good we, man. We tease, and you know what? It just happens that some of the best stories ever created and told happen to surround him. Nobody cares about that. Like the, the time. Well, that situational he, punting. Uh, if I ever write a column on that. Uh, well, that's I'll amazing. Like, you, we, we don't have to tell today, but the story about uh, about him sharing a room. Oh, with, yeah, uh, with Kevin White. With Kevin oh. White is, is, <laughs> so one, good. is one for the ages. It, it really is. All right. So well, why we have Scotty here real quick, Gordo, uh, your thoughts on how this all played out over the weekend and, you know, where Utah State goes from here, Utah, what kind of coach they're getting. Let's get your thoughts on it because you're, uh, you're definitely close to it. Yeah, I think it was a. Uh, I think it's a great hire. I think. Uh, I. I don't know, and and always have a tough time trying to project what somebody's going to do when they take a, a next level of competition. And and I'm not saying that the Pac-12 is is crazy, you know, ahead of the Mountain West Conference. But I think what we've seen in the last uh, last little bit is is the in the NCAA tournament is is just how good the Pac-12 is and to recruit to that level to be able to win at a high level at that level uh, I think he can do it I think it's a home run hire he's gonna one thing I can guarantee he's gonna re-energize the program anybody saw the press conference knows that he brings that level of energy and the excitement he'll enter he'll engage with boosters and fans he'll do everything he can to get the Huntsman Center back to what it what what it used to be as far as an atmosphere standpoint. Um, the recruiting thing, he's got to get himself a great staff. He's got to get himself uh, uh, some guys that can go out and hit the pavement and make it happen. And so there's going to be some interesting questions there. Uh, I think he can do it. I have pretty good confidence in it. But uh, you know what? This is the big time. I mean, this is this is a big step up for him. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, can I can I make uh, one thing clear to sure. our listeners? I just want them to know that the part in the column where I essentially said that Craig Smith lied to his players, that that did not come from the broadcaster. Okay, well, I appreciate good. that. Yeah, there you go. There's a good line to draw. All right. Thanks, thank, Gordon. Thank you, Scotty. Yeah, so. It's yep. good to see you, buddy. We appreciate you. Hanson, Scotty, every single day from 10 to 2. Gordon, the broadcaster, 
Come on. I was trying to, I was trying to protect the man. Yeah, but then from complimenting him. Yeah, right, and and then disguise it. Well, a I also, I also, he's, include, he's not deep throat. He's not I, an, an informant. But I also included in there that Craig Smith lied to his players, which he did. So I mean, but you could tell like the the anecdote a little bit more vaguely. You know, like a like how how could I have told that without just saying a broadcast? He had to do an interview, an exclusive interview. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, in a closet, really, <laughs> because of of extenuating circumstances. Yes, well, I had to explain that. Why? Why else would someone do an interview in a closet? You could have said a broadcaster will call Got Serard. <laughs> I called the man a liar in that column. I don't want that attributed to anybody falsely. Yeah, but not that part. I know, I but uh, I, I guess it's the I, broadcaster I dug it. upon his small town Idaho roots, and <laughs> I did think of you guys when when I when I, especially after I did think about it prior to, but I thought about it when uh, Scotty, you know, called attention to it. I thought, yeah, I'd call him coworker. See, I think coworker is more endearing than just some generic broadcaster. Some Coworker, you at least acknowledge that we work with you. Yeah. You're claiming oh, I, them I, in a little I, way. I said, yeah. I said a broadcaster. I said the show host. What? I mean, <laughs> what, what? How is that negative? It wasn't his name. Yeah. With, by the way, with being like very specific about who it is, but like going as far as you can without using his name it's and not different. using his name. But when you put someone's name in something, then then all kinds of. Uh, thoughts come to the reader's mind. And I was trying to detach that, especially from the part where I said that uh, Craig Smith had told his players earlier in the week that uh, that he was going nowhere. So I just thought I would leave everyone's name out of it to avoid those accu- accusatory uh, you know, comments coming their way. Yeah, but you see, like, <clears throat> the most infamous source of all time, Deep Throat, the brilliance about that is nobody had any idea who it was. Yeah, yeah, but the the part about the broadcaster in the closet was uh, if I were to mention Scotty there, then people would think, oh, he talked to Scotty Gerard, and maybe Scotty is the one that called Craig a liar. Well, you could have just said Scott, uh, not Scott Gerard, said that Craig Smith was dishonest. A separate source. A separate, not Scott Gerard. <laughs> Yeah, and right. not got Serard either. Right. So you guys, you guys really want me to want me to go in circles to uh, to to <laughs> to include the name. Essentially. I, th- I think if it had been Al Michaels, uh, you know, Jim Nance, you would have named him. But I think Declo Bourne, Scotty, you wasn't big. Wasn't enough. important. Enough. Well, I don't care about them. I care about Scotty. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks to to Scott for jumping on with us. Do we Ooh. still want to uh, j- hit the split story open, or should we just uh, continue on the pace that no, we are just here? Kidding. Let's just, okay, <laughs> we'll just do it. I don't care anymore. Craig Smith is the new head basketball coach at the University of Utah. We, we talked about it with Scotty, how that unfolded over the weekend. Uh, you wrote about it, as we referred to, sltrib.com. Um, I don't know, where do you want to start with this whole thing, Gordon? 
Uh, well, uh, there's all kinds of uh, freeway exits off this freeway, aren't there? Uh, I, I guess I would start by uh, feeling a little bit bad for Utah State. I mean, this is a guy who they saw something in. They bring him in three years, three qualifications for the NCAA tournament, and they've got things rolling in a very nice direction. And then to have a neighboring school take him away from them because that school can pay more money, that's that's a punch to the gut, man. And uh, I, I, I feel bad for Utah State, but this is the way the game is played these days. And I just get tired of coaches who say it's all it's all about team guys. It's all don't care about yourself. Don't care about your role. Uh, don't care about the sacrifices I ask you to make. Uh, care about the name of the team and the, the collective good. And then the second he gets an offer for a pay raise, he's gone. You know, I that, that and I understand it. And I'm not going to, I don't want to hit that too hard. I mean, it's not like we can hold it against him per se, but I, I think it's unfortunate in the college game that that happens so frequently. Because so, Utah State is a proud basketball program. It, uh, that's a very nice school up there. And essentially what they've been told uh, by the actions of the man who led their basketball program back to a very nice place that you're not good enough for me. I'm going down here. And that, that's a place I would start. Now, the other part of the equation is can I, can all, I give all the good on things. That? Yeah, yeah. Before we, we press on, because I think there is a lot to, to get to here. But I, I, the, PR, the PR of it with coaches can be better. But it doesn't change the underlying fact that Craig Smith doubled, if not tripled, his salary. And if you right. humanize it, you know, wow. he's not going to – it's a very understandable decision. But right. I, what I don't understand is why coaches – I mean, if he did meet with his team and tell them that they're staying – remember Gary Anderson did the same thing before he went to Wisconsin. Uh, I don't understand why they do that. Scotty tweeted out a quote from Matt Wells uh, when he was at Utah State. And uh, I won't read the whole thing for time's sake, but uh, basically what Matt Wells said is, hey, I love it here, but my phone, of course my phone's on. You know, I'm a human. I've got a heartbeat and a brain. And if, uh, you know, people want to reach out to me and, and talk to me about different situations that are out there, then, of course, I'm going to to listen to what they have to say. It's All a right. tough, then, it's then a then tough Matt, business. But, then, but then at least Matt, he was honest Wells, about it. Right. Yeah. Well, he was sort of honest. He also had said the same things to his players that he was going to be there for him and all this other stuff. Uh, the, those coaches who say what Matt Wells said there. Then don't complain if somebody, if, if another school looks enticing to your star quarterback and he wants to transfer. Okay. Like I said, the, the messaging could be better. Absolutely. Well, it's, and it's if you're a same, coach, you should it's think a about double, it. It's a double standard, you know, because, you know, guys who do that, guys who transfer at times are, are you know, it's, it's changing slowly. But, you know, coaches, it really bugs them. And back in the day, some coaches wouldn't even sign off on it. But they're perfectly willing to sign off on that getting their raise, you know. But if there's a better circumstance for a, an athlete who's only getting a scholarship and not being righteously paid, and he wants to go somewhere else to better his circumstances, oh, well, that's a different situation, according to the coach. So I think there's hypocrisy here. 
What about uh, okay? What about the micro though? I mean, because the system is the system, and uh, I know you don't like it. We've talked about it many, many times, but it doesn't change the present, which is that Craig, Craig Smith is leaving Utah State. They have to look for a new coach, and those players have to decide what they want to do. Nimi Keita announced today he's going pro. Not a big surprise by any means for a variety of reasons. And I, well, we're I, talking about the very same people who have to make decisions now. Who the coach who just jumped to Utah? reassured them earlier in the week that he was going nowhere. Yeah. It's possible that earlier in the week he wasn't. Oh, jeez, okay. Yeah. So right. so I, you, I, what, I guess what's the end game here with your point? That there's hypocrisy, and, I, and, and this is what we're talking about. I'm not talking – we haven't gotten to the point about the advantages for Utah yet. We're talking about what happened to Utah State. And I and – I, that's – Unfortunate. It's, it's the way it is. I get that. And he's going to make a whole lot more money. I get that, too. It's part of the game. But don't listen to the co- – I would say to the players, don't listen to the coach when the coach tells you to sacrifice your own individual good for the good of the great – you know, for the collective unit of the team. So what What would your, be, your advice to the coach be then? I mean, I told you I liked Matt Wells' comment that you, you didn't seem to like that. What What would your advice to Craig be? If he's in the future in this scenario. Not to lie to his players. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. Don't lie to your players. And I agree with you. I It's not like we. I'm sitting here going, how dare Craig Smith do that? How dare he leave for Utah? That's not what I'm saying at all. I mean, I get it. Like you said, he's going to triple his, his income. So I, I understand that. But be careful about what you say to your players. In the meantime, that's what I would say about what happened at Utah State. As far as what's going on with Utah, I understand the hire completely. Craig Smith did a fantastic job at Utah State, and they uh, Utah, like Scotty was talking about there, has uh, not exactly been uh, an, an exciting program of late. Hasn't been a lot of enthusiasm there. Craig Smith will bring that, and he'll bring it in, in <laughs> as long as the day is long. Uh, or whatever, so, uh, he, he's a terrific coach. And I, I would bet at this time, I don't know this for a fact, none of us does, but, uh, uh, you know, he's he's going to be successful at Utah. I would expect him to lift that program, program up and do some wonderful things there. And so Utah, it's a good hire for Mark Harlan, as far as I can tell. And I think it'll be a benefit to the University of Utah, as we talked about earlier about uh, them letting Kraskoviak go at this time, well, this is going to bring a real quick boost to Utah basketball. Yeah, he's got a lot of energy, uh, there's no doubt, and he's got great coaching chops. We'll see if he can get uh, a player like Keita to come to Utah because that obviously made a big difference for him uh, in Logan. I just want to point this out uh, while we're talking about it, and I know Scotty was tweeting about it uh, over the weekend, that uh, Craig Smith's buyout is around $1.3, give or take, $1.3 million. And considering what Utah had to pay out um, for the previous staff and the contract they just inked itself to, I mean, that's that's a lot of, a lot of cash money. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not been a cheap week or a couple of weeks for Mark Arlen. Nope. So I, I think he'll go in, he'll do a good job, he'll energize the players, he'll energize the, the coaches, he'll energize the fan base, and of course, most importantly, he's got to win, but I think he'll do that too. That would be, uh, that would be uh, my inclination.
as far as what Craig Smith is going to add to Utah basketball. So we go forward from here, and we watch what he's going to do there, and, and that part of it is all good. Uh, he uh, Craig Smith is not – at Utah State, it's not like he brought in all kinds of talent all over the place. I mean, Kato was a real nice get. But he those guys hustled. <laughs> he got – Craig Smith got so much out of those players at Utah State, and I think he'll do the same thing at Utah. If he can get a higher caliber of athlete at Utah, then he'll get every bit of it out of them too. And I, I, I would I would bet that's the way it's going to go. Gordy Chiesa jumps on the show coming up at 3. Chris Mannix at 4. Uh, Coach A-Rod, Aaron Roderick of uh, BYU, jumps on with us at 5. Busy day on the big show. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, little credence. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Wouldn't hold out much hope for the stereo, though, or the Credence. The Big Lebowski? Yeah. Gordon hasn't this, seen that. Uh, th- this band, I've, I've never seen. I saw bits and pieces of it. never watched the whole thing. But this, uh, this group was uh, Lavelle Edwards' favorite band. That's a great band. Love Credence. Uh, yeah, I could, I could always listen to Credence. The, what, The Chronicle? Isn't that their kind of greatest hits compilation? Isn't that something that everybody's got in some way, shape, or form? I, well, I don't, I don't have that, but I've certainly heard a lot of their music through the years. I told you that uh, my wife and I went down there to Vegas to uh, to listen to Fogarty. So, anywho, uh, I like uh, like Credence, love the Big Lebowski, and that's a hilarious line when his car gets. I have to watch that one of these days, aren't I? I'm missing out. I remember you guys telling me Major League was so good and that I was the last person on the planet to, to see it. But when I saw it, I just thought it was so good. <laughs> and you told me for so many years, you got to see that. You got to see that. And it made me laugh. Amazing. So, One of the best yeah. comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Especially, I, I noticed when I watch, I've watched it a couple of times, I've noticed that the subtleties of it for sports fans or for baseball fans in particular it makes it that much more funny, you know. I mean, if you don't know who Bob Euchre is, it's not going to be as funny as it, it is for anybody who is very familiar with him. Pretty depressing that movie's 30 years old. More than 30 years old. Yeah, 1989. <clears throat> oh, anywho. All right, so uh, Credence, Clearwater, Revival. Let's talk about the Jazz game night tonight. They're taking on the Cavs here at Vivint Arena. Tip-off 7 o'clock. Pre-game begins at 6. Uh, certainly a, uh, a not the most spectacular of matchups, but the Jazz are playing much better, Gordon, and uh, they won both games over the weekend against the Grizzlies. Um, 
a few few places to start, I suppose. But I thought they looked a lot better in game number two than one. And you'd thought uh, you would think otherwise, right? Because Memphis made some adjustments in the in the first game on Friday, and you thought, well, you know, are they going to give the Jazz a run for their money? And the the answer to that question is uh, no. Yeah, I remember I took quite a bit of heat for my fifty five percent prediction on that uh, on that first Memphis matchup, and uh, turned out I was kind of right. Uh, they were up 21. Yeah. And Would then they, win by? They, they only won by three. Could Not they that. have lost that game? Not really. I mean, they could lose yeah, any Yeah, what do you game. mean? If he makes a shot, who was it, uh, Brooks? Yeah. If he makes a three-pointer at the end, the game goes in over I, I mean, you're right to say this. It's Any any possibility is 50-50. It happens or it doesn't. So that... And that particular shot was the worst shot I've ever seen. Yeah, but it almost, it almost went, went in. in yeah. Kind of. <laughs> it almost uh, went in. Kind of. So anyway, yeah, the Jazz bounced back from that game and played. Uh, Why did really we start well. there? What <laughs> the one part uh, of the whole weekend where the game was actually close? That's where we started. That's because I texted uh, him and said oh, sorry. We had, right. Yeah, we had to get that uh, straight. We did, but yeah, well. <laughs> Uh, a certain uh, radio broadcaster on Friday was right, and I was wrong. Okay. So, anyway, uh, the second game, obviously we saw what happened there, and Donovan Mitchell is uh, playing some pretty nice uh, offensive and, according to Quinn Snyder, uh, improved defensive basketball right now. Yeah, Donovan was amazing um, against Memphis in, in game two. But, yeah, you're right. He he could be NBA Player of the Week. He certainly has to be up there. His, his uh, stats have just been off the charts. But – um, uh, I think he. I'm impressed with where he's aggressive and kind of how he chooses to be. You got to like the seven assists against uh, Memphis, and uh, what well, I mean, it was. Let's see, it was. I'm trying to remember the stat we had in the post game. It was the fewest shots that Donovan's taken to get 35 points, or maybe it was 30 plus points. I think that's what how many shots did he take. I don't recall. 17. He was 12 of 17, five okay. of seven from three. That's 35, 35.7 assists. You know, and the amazing thing about it is when you watch the release on his shot, those shots, so many of those shots are just true as true can be. I mean, they're, they're, they're barely touching the rim. It's just splash, you know, and it's it's fun to watch. It looks effortless. He makes it look effortless. And, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, is he's going to end up being better than we thought he was going to be, and that's saying something. Well, in this particular case, he's gotten back to um, – so Donovan's not bad on the off-the-bounce three. He's not. He's he's above average on that shot. But catch-and-shoot three, he's the second-best catch-and-shoot three-point shooter in the league. <laughs> well, that's a, so yeah, that's he's, pretty good. He's gotten back to – I mean, he took a ton of catch-and-shoot threes in that Memphis game. And what that is, Gordon, is that's relying on your teammates to get you the ball back when yeah. you're open. Right, and, and they're looking for him. And they're looking you know? for him. But there were a couple games there where I thought Donovan was trying to be aggressive, but that meant seeking his own. Like there was, <clears throat> he played much better tonight. I felt, or last night, excuse me, Gordon, Saturday night. I don't know what day it is. Uh, <laughs> with with that kind of game, thirty five points that he did in the Washington game where he had forty two. Because he took 30 shots to get to that 42 yeah, points. Great point. Great and in point. this case, it, like I hate the cliche, but he kind of let the game come to him. He let his teammates work it and get him open because he's number one on the scouting report, right? It's tough to get Donovan open. So he lets his teammates work it, and he gets that catch-and-shoot three, and he, and he, ta- he makes that shot uh, as much as almost anybody in the league. 
You know, Jake, when you said tonight and then you said last night and then you said Saturday night, you don't know what day it is anymore. Uh, because you do so many games, it reminded me of an interview I saw Steve Perry did uh, once when he, uh, he, when he was touring with Journey. He said that when he was traveling so much, night after night, shows night after night in different hotels, different cities, you know, doing different, uh, traveling all over, he, said, he used to take light bulbs from his house and screw them into his hotel room just to make him feel a piece of home with him because he'd forget what what city he was in what hotel he was in because he was doing so many shows same thing with you you do so many games you get mixed up with that occasionally i i should have known because i had a really nice day off yesterday so i i should have known <laughs> better uh than that but um the point is I, I think donovan and the jazz for that matter after a brief hiccup of not playing as well have gotten back to playing the type of basketball that was really, really successful there for him. And I think that's, I think that's more important than winning a couple of games against Memphis. And Memphis is actually the perfect team for them to kind of prove that because Memphis plays really hard and they've got a, a young core that is not untalented. So there's, uh, there's a reason that they're going to be pushing for a playoff berth and for, for the jazz to, you know, beat them in game one. Okay. But really, mopped the floor with them pretty much in game number two, I thought said a lot. And when you look at the Jazz, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Now, well, perfectly put. And I, as I look at the schedule ahead, I see W's all over the place for the Jazz. I mean, they're going to win a lot of games. And, in fact, they could win almost every game up until that back-to-back Lakers uh, those Laker games in L.A., and, and if, if the Lakers are in better shape then, than they are currently, then we'll see about that. But uh, there's there's a lot of W's in their future, especially if they play the way you just described. And I would expect them to. Tonight against the Cavaliers, uh, Jared, Al- Jared Allen is out. Uh, you know, everybody knows about Kevin Love being out. Uh, Prince is questionable. I, the, the, the Cavaliers are, are dead last in uh, in offensive in offensive efficiency, they're rating are thirtieth out of thirty teams. The Jazz is going to crush this team tonight. Yeah, they're going to crush this team. And, uh, and uh, well, I mean, I guess there is a slight chance that things could go a little weird, but I, I certainly wouldn't expect that to happen. If my winning percentage was at fifty five percent the other night, I would put it at uh, I'd probably put it ninety five percent tonight. Uh, yeah, I think it's likely. But then again, they lost to Washington a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but the, the way that they are playing is different, though. They limped into that Washington game, if you recall, mm-hmm. um, losing to what was it, or beating Golden State before, but just barely in an ugly game, if I'm remembering correctly. I should look that up. But, uh, but yeah, they weren't playing the same way going into that Washington game. So I agree with you. I, I don't well, expect uh, the Cavs to put up much of a much resistance. Well, this is, um, they're an NBA team, so they can. Uh, this is why Quinn Snyder stresses so much about being focused and, and playing with force. Because when the Jazz don't do that, then they're, they're vulnerable. They, can, they could lose. They could lose again if, they, if that's the way they come out. But, and this is what Donovan's trying to prevent. You've heard him talk about coming out aggressive, and he's trying to make his team aggressive not just like you were talking about not just creating shots for himself but uh trying to get everybody into that flow 
And, and if the Jazz do that, then, like I said, there's very little chance that they'll lose most of these games, and certainly this one tonight. Can it happen? Yeah, it can, but not if they're focused. Not if they're focused. The Cavaliers won't be able to. If the Jazz put up a modicum of resistance on defense, the Cavs are going to struggle to score on them. And their net rating overall is like 29th in the league. Uh, they do have those 17 victories like you talked about, but they're I think they're 12th in the East. But I, I just don't see this team being able to prosper against the Jazz if the Jazz are about their business at hand. And I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about defense uh, over the weekend, Gordon, because uh, I harp on that a lot. But uh, the adjustment they made on Ja, ja Morant and uh, Royce O'Neal specifically uh, was was great, and he only had 12 points and 4 of 12 shooting on uh, on Saturday. And that's despite the fact that the Jazz not only had 21 turnovers, but the most live ball turnovers they've had all year long. Mm. And uh, that's Ja Morant's game is in transition. So it took great effort to limit his transition productivity to just 12 points. I mean, it, it actually is pretty amazing when you think about it. What do you make of the turnover thing? It doesn't matter as much as you think it does, obviously. They well, t- they had set records turning the ball over, but still won by 16 and really won by more than that. Well, that's what happens when you shoot 50% and 42, better than 42% from three. It can matter. It matters when you turn the ball over. Like we talked about that one game where it actually the turnovers 100% cost them the game. What game was that? And they only had 14 total, but there were 12 live ball turnovers and like three in crunch time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this, that when they play a real quality team, I mean a team at the top in the playoffs, if they turn the ball over 21 times, they're going to lose. They're, they're going to lose way more than they win for sure. And so that's that's why I stress that, not necessarily against the Memphis Grizzlies in March, but if you're going up against the Lakers or the Clippers uh, this time around in June or whatever it is, then uh, then they're going to pay for that. Not if they're 19 of 45 from the three. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see whether that's the case against that top-level competition as well. But it's, it's a habit. It's something that they just have to be more careful in taking care of the ball. And I get it. I mean, they were up big in that game and for most of it. And uh, maybe you do get a little more casual when when that's the case. All right. want to remind you about our friends at Zebra Res. Dirt, dust, dander, and allergens are no match for a Zebra Res carpet cleaning. Want the uh, contaminants gone? Call Zebra Res. And right now you can get just $33 per room clean. That's Zebra Res clean. Now minimum supply. But call now. To schedule or schedule online zero res carpet cleaning. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 the zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the big show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordy Chiesa is going to join us coming up uh, top three o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. Gordon, how'd, how'd your brackets do over the weekend? How we, well, let's check oh, in with the show. Let's see Let's see how we're doing in this disaster. I think last, last time I checked, uh, Austin and I were tied 
But Austin has like five teams left. Don't you, Austin? I think you have like five, so he's going to win. You're actually, you're actually ahead of me by, I think, two picks and ten points. But you're what? accurate, Gordon, But to say that I have more max points still available on the board going forward than you do. When I looked at it, we were tied. When did you look at it? Last night. Hmm. I, also, I also looked at it last night. It said you had 34 correct picks, and I had 32. Jake oh, was at I was, 31. Mine, mine, I was just going off total points. You know how it totals up, the total points. I, I don't know. Anyway, the, the the main thing is that Austin has, has a bunch of teams left, and so, Jake, you and I are cooked. Although I only have two Final Four teams left. I have two Final Four teams as well. Thanks a lot, Alabama, yeah. you jerks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Losing to soft yeah. UCLA. That, yeah. The whole thing about Southern California being yeah, soft. They are. Don't worry. It, it's true. So, what, what, uh, but Gordon is currently ahead? He is currently ahead. He's had more accurate, correct picks than you and I, yes. But that's not going to last. The points, no. the points available are greater in my camp than his. Although I did see Austin that you uh, that you had penciled in for the tiebreaker in the championship game between Gonzaga and Gonzaga and Baylor. You and I have the same final, but your point total is much higher. And I know Gonzaga is like averaging a ton of points. I, I get that, but I, I think you said 170 some. Yeah, and isn't that isn't that kind of high for a championship game? Well, Don't guys usually freak out a little bit and miss shots. Maybe, but like I like you just mentioned, I just looked at what Gonzaga was averaging, what Baylor was averaging, and kind of met in the yeah. middle. And 90, 90 plus sixty is one hundred and seventy, or ninety plus eighty is one hundred and seventy. So that's what I, I was went never with. Good at, I was never good at math, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, overall impressions. Uh, you know, I, college basketball. I mean, I'm here listening to Bill Rafter. He say, "Oh, the skill level is so high." And it's this and that, and I watch it, and I, I've seen too many NBA games. You know, it's different. It kind of, yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. view it through the through a different lens. Yeah. But I mean, Gonzaga looks unbeatable, right? That's going to be rough. Uh, let's see. I I can't believe the Pac-12 is is doing how well they're doing. Not that they have a team this far per se, but the fact that they have three teams this far is the best I believe the conference has ever done. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised by that. I think most people are. But uh, yeah, we'll see. How, I mean, Oregon State. I I still need someone to make that clear to me how that happened. The mighty beeves. Yes, <laughs> I I think Wayne Teekle is a good coach. Yeah, he is. I get that part of it. And but how how do you go from not not? <laughs> I mean, you got to win your conference tournament in a major conference to qualify for the NCAA tournament, and you do. I think you and know the answer to that, Gordon. What's that? I think you know the answer to that. What? You get hot at the right time. <laughs> Here we go back to you, that conversation. You get hot at the right time. All of a sudden, well, are they hot your best or are basketball they, at the right are time. Are they hot or are they good? This sounds like an office episode. Well, Remember that I mean, one about Hillary Swank? You know what I'm talking about, Austin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is she hot or is she attractive? Right. Yeah. Everybody says she's pretty or she's attractive or whatever, but is she hot? And then they have Kevin close his eyes. And, yeah. yeah we, it, Let's have Gordon close his eyes. Yeah. 
Gordon, close okay. your eyes. Okay, they're closed. I think Oregon Wayne Tinkle and his beautiful lightning white hair comes walking towards you. No, I, anyway. I think Oregon State. I think they're one and the same. I think they're hot and good. But uh, he's doing better than uh, President Obama's father-in-law, or brother-in-law. Is it father-in-law or brother-in-law? The previous Oregon State head brother-in-law. coach. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Michelle's brother. Michelle's yeah. brother. Yeah. Anyway, I think Wayne Tinkle's a good coach. I mean, Corvallis isn't the easiest place to recruit to, but in basketball, the nice part is you only have to recruit like one or two dudes. <laughs> Fill out the rest of the roster with some farm boys and, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, it'll be interesting to see how it, where it goes from here, but uh, I I just think the quality of play is not stellar. You going to pay up on your? Uh, you told Austin to give him a thousand dollars if we beat you in the bracket challenge. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, That's, I remember uh, escaping that. my memory. Austin, you remember that, right? We got the tape of that. I somewhere. remember. I thought the number was different, but was I do it? remember nine hundred ninety-eight dollars. No, the other way. Oh, the other if, was if, ten grand. There was another zero. Oh, I yeah. see. If you uh, if you can find that tape, uh, then I'll 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 uh, honor it. I can find Don't the tape. Challenge Austin; he'll find the tape. You've heard your right said Fred montage, right? <laughs> he'll, he'll find the tape, man. Don't don't issue that challenge. That's yeah, not going right. to end well for you. No, you're right. It's going to be pieced together. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to end it. with with you having a, a lighter bank account. True, I should not challenge Austin's gift. For uh, manipulation. <laughs> wow. Wow. That sounded so devious. That did. I, it was so well, accusatory. Well, 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 it is kind of devious, but it's funny. <laughs> my gift it's for funny. manipulation? Who are you, my mother-in-law? Come on. <laughs> Today's show, we're only an hour in, and Gordon's <laughs> dropping liar on folks and manipulator on folks. I mean, it's getting the, the gloves wait, are off. Wait, you missed the best part of what Austin Is that what your mother-in-law says about oh, you? No, it was a joke. <laughs> She used to say that about me. Now you're good. <laughs> was that was that in the dating? Is that was that in the in the courtship stage? This was all just a joke, honestly. Oh, also, when you said you didn't really like her, or that was a joke too, right? When did I say Whoa, that? Oh, hey, what are you it's doing? Just, it's just a joke. And and by the joking. way, that just pales in comparison to what you've uh, said about your in-laws in the past. Whew. Oh, not true. I mean, come on, Gordon. I, I know relationships can have their highs and lows, but. <laughs> Are you not still true. smoking meth, Gordon? Or... Ooh. Never <laughs> have. I mean, as long as we're saying things. Throwing that out there. Oh, yeah, Austin, Gordon hasn't smoked it. He's dealt it. I don't like the line, are you still beating your wife? So I changed it yeah, to I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you did that. You know, Austin, come and think of that. He could probably piece together something that would say that Jake, you or I both have uh, have dealt, uh, and I won't even say uh, what it is because he'll take that and then manipulate it. He's like already going to do it. You're just giving him the tape right there. <laughs> he just handed it over. At least I. Well, okay. We'll see how. We'll see how. We'll see that by next is. segment. You just handed it to him on a, on a silver platter. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, you oh, did. Well. All right, Coach Chiesa is going to join the show coming up next. Stay tuned. Big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone.